Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we talk about the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. And it has been a while, and the IPL is almost over. So today, let's go through our team of the tournament for the Indian Premier League 2022 edition. And like we do every year with our IPL team, there are some basic rules that we follow to make the exercise a lot more interesting because The perfect team of the tournament is not just a collection of the 11 best players of the tournament. It's a collection of a team which has the balance that if it goes onto the field could potentially win the tournament. And it's a very fun exercise to do if you give yourself some constraints. So, I'm going to state the rules and then after that, pause the episode for as long as you need, come up with your own team and let's see how they match up. So the rules are as in every IPL team you can't have more than four overseas players. and players largely have to be picked to play in the position where they've scored most of their runs so for example if you want to have shikhar dhawan in your side but josh butler and yashasvi jaiswal are your openers you can't say okay shikhar dhawan will bat at number 5 if shikhar dhawan can't open shikhar dhawan can't make the side those are the kind of rules we're going to be following for this team of the tournament and some slots do fill themselves the first of course is josh butler Josh Butler has been the highest run scorer of the tournament. I mean, they call him Josh the Boss for the reason, and he's got upwards of 800 runs already. And though we're looking at numbers at the end of the league stage, up until the end of the league stage, Butler had three centuries and the most man of the match awards in this tournament. All of Josh Butler's runs have been impact runs. and he can keep wickets as well so it doesn't matter if he takes up an overseas slot i'm almost certain of the fact that josh butler is going to get the player of the tournament award so josh butler to open the batting then what do you do with the second slot there's not much to choose from between shikhar dhawan kl rahul and quinton de kock it's pretty easy to eliminate quinton de kock from the running because he takes up another overseas slot and again if you look at shikhar dhawan and kl rahul shikhar dhawan has arguably been more consistent because kl rahul's numbers are really boosted by those two big hundreds he got against the mumbai indians but kl rahul has a significantly better strike rate of around 135 140 shikhar dhawan's strike rate is just about 120 so i've gone with kl rahul as my second opener then i think the most difficult slot to fill because there were so many players who did so well is number 3 and you're able to narrow it down to a few options when he was on song mitch marsh was a fantastic number 3 for the delhi capitals and had the best strike rate of all the number 3s in the tournament but again if you pick mitch marsh he was inconsistent in the tournament a and also you fill up another overseas slot and if you look at the balance of the side you might want to save those overseas slots for later down the order so you can't pick mitch marsh and that really leaves you between two options rahul tripathi and sanju samson now there's not much to choose from between tripathi and samson tripathi has a marginally better strike rate but sanju samson has scored more runs i've gone with rahul tripathi and i'll explain why though sanju samson has up- upwards of 450 runs samson's mainly taken a supporting role in the rajasthan royals batting lineup and played very responsibly as a captain should samson has led the rajasthan royals incredibly well and those handy 40 40s and 30s he's got of 21 22 balls look very good on paper and have been the important runs that have been needed to stabilize the innings but the party took the game on and you feel that as long as rahul's the party was at the crease the sunrisers hyderabad had a chance of winning and the captaincy doesn't really come into play over here because i think hardik pandya has actually been the best captain of the tournament that's why i have hardik pandya playing at number 4 out of position from where he plays for india but where he's done so well for gujarat this year 
no one in their wildest dreams had imagined that the Gujarat Titans would top the IPL at the end of the league stage. Pandya has got upwards of 400 runs. He's provided substance to the innings. He has a strike rate of over 130. He's consistently been giving you two overs a game. He's led fantastically well and has also got a few wickets. This is the Hardik Pandya that Indian fans want to see play for India. This is the Hardik Pandya that Mumbai Indian fans have desperately missed throughout the entire IPL. And now that you have the top four sorted, you can actually now look at picking a second overseas player for number five. And there were many options. Bhanuka Rajapaksha was the obvious choice, as was Johnny Besto. But the one that I've picked is also from the Punjab Kings. And I think Liam Livingston has been the overseas find of the tournament. Not for the magnitude of runs that he scored or the batting, bowling and fielding package that he provides. But people are talking about Liam Livingston in the same tone that they spoke about A.B. de Villiers in 2012. Where if Livingston bats for 15 balls in the match, those are the 15 balls that are the most important. Those are the balls that have the most impact. Liam Livingston, fantastic in the field, an impact player. He has to be number five. And another player who surprised everyone this year with how well he played and with the strike rate he played at. And upwards of 190 strike rate with almost 300 runs. He can keep wickets as well in this side if you want Joss Butler in the field. Dinesh Karthik really surprised everyone in the IPL and was really the reason RCB did as well as they did and eventually ended up finishing third. Dinesh Karthik was by far the best finisher and it's good that he's got a call up into the Indian side for South Africa. And I do sincerely hope that Dinesh Karthik continues this incredible run of form he's having because he provides that calmness that his side needs to win crunch moments. That's something the Indian team really needs with the World Cup coming up later this year. Then you come to number seven. And this is really why you had to save up on the overseas players earlier in the side. Because there was no standout Indian number seven. Ravindra Jadeja and Akshar Patel both had off-seasons. And though Ashwin played well, he was sort of a floater in the Rajasthan side. Therefore, you have to go with Rashid Khan as your number seven. Now, Rashid Khan doesn't have the same magnitude of wickets as he's had in the previous seasons. But he still had the same impact. Because the wickets that he is getting on difficult conditions where spinners are usually going for runs and also the important wickets. If Gujarat are playing RCB, Rashid Khan is the one who gets Virat Kohli out. If they're playing Mumbai, he gets the wicket of Rohit Sharma. He's that kind of player. He takes on the opposition's best batsman and gets that batsman out. And also as a batsman, Rashid Khan has pulled pulled a couple of rabbits out of the hat for the Gujarat Titans this year and has done really well. So Rashid Khan at number seven. And I think it's very difficult to look past Wanindu Hasaranga at number eight as the second spinner. I know Yudzwenza Chehel has got the same number of wickets as Hasananga at this point. They both have 26 wickets at the time this podcast is being recorded. But Hasananga has been far more consistent than Chehel. His economy rate is slightly better despite being hit for the most number of sixes by a bowler in this tournament. Second only to Mohammad Siraj. So that means Hasananga is actually bowling more dot balls than Chehel. And if you look at the breakup of Chehel's wickets, Yudzwenza Chehel got majority of his wickets in the first half of the season. But in the last eight games Chehel played, Chehel got eight wickets. Before that, he got 18. Hasaranga's wickets have been far more consistent. So I went with Hasaranga over Chehel. That means the last three slots in the side, the three fast bowlers, all have to be Indians. I think it's very difficult to look past Harshal Patel as the specialist death bowler. He's finally nailed that slower ball that dips on the batsman the same way Dwayne Bravo used to. And with an economy rate of 7.5, 
bowling in the team that had a very high economy rate served the entire IPL. Harshal Patel was just absolutely fantastic. A second very good season in a row for Purple Patel. He's got to be the specialist death bowler. Then the specialist power play bowler. And there were many. Arshdeep Singh had a good IPL. Umran Malik had a fantastic season as well. And he bowled really well up front though. He did go at a very high economy rate. As did Umesh Yadav. But I think it's very difficult to look past Mohammad Shami. And straight away, you see that's three Gujarat Titan players in the side, all at very important roles, which really explains why they've done so well. Mohammad Shami had a fantastic economy rate in the power play and took a lot of wickets as well. And because of the number of bowling options in the side with Livingston and Pandya, he doesn't even have to come back and bowl at the depth, like where he has a very high economy rate. Shami can just bowl a couple of overs up front and then not bowl again for the rest of the match. So it's very easy then to pick Mohammad Shami as your second specialist bowler. Now, what do you need in the number 11? The middle overs are pretty much covered with Rashid Khan, Liam Livingston, Wanindu Hasaranga and Hardik Pandya. You need somebody who can bowl a little bit up front and a little bit at the death. And though one of the joys of the IPL was watching Umran Malik bowl, his best numbers came when he was bowling in the middle overs. So I haven't picked Umran Malik in the side. Now, you could have somebody like an Arshdeep Singh who had a fantastic economy rate at the death, or somebody like a Mukesh Chaudhary who bowled really well up front. But you actually need somebody who can do both. And though he had a pretty mediocre first half of the tournament by his standards, with 18 wickets, a seriously good bouncer, Jaspreet Bumrah is the obvious choice for number 11. I know that's slightly controversial because Mumbai haven't done particularly well. But if you look at the numbers with that economy rate, with the number of wickets he's gotten, whenever Bumrah's done well, Mumbai have had a chance. So it's very difficult to look past Jaspreet Bumrah at number 11. So that's the side. Josh Butler, KL Rahul, Rahul Tripathi, Hardik Pandya as captain, Liam Livingston, Dinesh Karthik, Rashid Khan, Wanindu Hasaranga, Harshal Patel, Mohammad Shami and Jaspreet Bumrah. Make your own and let's see how they match up.